0: Hey everybody! Welcome to another episode of the Differential FPL podcast. I'm your host Shola with my co-host here, D-Man. Yo, how's it going? It's good. Well, first of all, um, we have to first do a recap of our teams of the last game week. Finally, the big game was of- and uh, I have to say, for me personally, I had a great double game week. Salah came through. Obviously, it started out bad. But Salah coming through with a goal and an assist and then... Yeah, like, we get it. Salah did well.
1: That's to rub it in.
0: And then the, um, the double Liverpool clean sheet just... It, you know, my team did pretty well. You, you know, given that going into the second game of the double game week... I was only on 32 points. But the players gave me, ended up boosting my final score to 73 points. So, can't complain. Trent with 12, Van Dyke with 8, Salah with 32. Another good week, another green hour. Um, Hopefully, that trend continues. Oh, wow, how did you do? Uh,
1: Screw you, first of all. (laughs) Cheers Cheers for rubbing that in. Uh, I did badly. I did badly. But um, so this week I ended up playing my wild card. Um, it was uh it was a, it was a mixed kind of bag. But the main reason why I think I didn't do well was um, Mane. Um, you see, Mane has been fit all season long. He's had, I, I don't think there's a single game where Mane has actually been injured in the game. Do you remember any game like that? Really? No, I don't. Yeah, so it was, it was, it was too funny. You know, it's the kind of week that yeah. you know, you know, your jasmine are chasing you from somewhere, or somebody's using jasmine. <laughs> you know, because it was the the worst thing to happen in this game week was actually the worst thing that happened. Managed to yeah. get injured right at the beginning of the game. You know, not even before the game. You know, so your captain could go to someone else, it was right at the beginning of the game, you know, so, yeah, I think um, he only
0: lasted about thirty minutes. I'm telling you, like the worst well, he the didn't worst. even finish the, he didn't even finish the first half, so yeah, that was yeah. Tough.
1: I'm the telling worst. you I don't know, like I was saying on one of my uh, mini groups, I'm actually suspecting one or two guys in that group <laughs> you know, chased me for a while, and they finally got me with that with that you know, I have to applaud it, you know so um I actually wanted to talk about how I was feeling when um, my team was doing so badly. Because I've noticed that a lot a lot of us actually have this kind of feelings when you're, you use your wildcard and then your team doesn't have a good week and then you start thinking, you know, what did I do wrong? And, you know, did I pick the right players? I think the best the best thing to remember at this point in time is that um, you pick those players for a reason. So if you go ahead and, you know, you start switching up your team then you know you just put yourself in in more trouble i think the best thing to do at this point in time is just wait hold up see how the next few game weeks go and you know we have a two week break coming up so you would really want to go into that two two week break with at least um what's the word now two free transfers because you know anything can happen at that point and you know you would want you would want to definitely definitely have two free transfers to make any quick moves you know so that's my game week i scored 10 points below the average oh, i haven't done 43?
0: that yeah so bad like, 20 points above the average
1: So ah. uh, my arrow was so red like i haven't seen my i haven't seen an arrow that red in like weeks bro like oh my gosh anyways yeah anyways let, let's say bye bye to that game week game week, the crest. I called it I call it the Cursed Week. But there was nothing I could do to it. You know, even, mm. Vardy got, even Vardy got injured in
0: his ass. I don't even know how that happens in a game week. I mean... <laughs> he injured his ass. His, <laughs> historically, <laughs> like the past two seasons, you yeah. see, like, these double game weeks, in the past two seasons, they've usually not turned out so well. Yeah. But like, I mean, they turned
1: out well for some people. I mean, because.
0: that's, yeah, the only person... It really turned out well for was Salah because li- everybody had Liverpool defenders, so exactly. that you know ba- that brought a little bit of balance. But Salah was the swing here. Exactly. He was he, exactly. he, was, he was the swing here. So
1: yeah, if you didn't have if you had Salah this weekend, you had a good week. But yeah. if you didn't have Salah, you were and as soon as Salah, and if you didn't have Salah, it was a 30-point swing. Basically, if you had money captain. It was thirty points. You were you were thirty points below what what the next man would yeah, sell cause, out. Yeah, because money
0: as captain ended up with two points, while Salah yeah. ended up with thirty-two. My God, it
1: was it was something else. You know, it was a, uh, you know, I mean, and then um, I know I called you like um, that first time when um when it looked like my my gimmick was looking bad, and to be honest, it, it I went through my whole team and I only missed out on five points. I would never have gotten Salah in. So, whichever way I look at it, there's, there's literally nothing to be so angry about because, you know, it's Salah, uh, Mane got injured. And if Mane didn't get injured, at least he could have gotten at least one assist. One yeah, assist. Pro-
0: pro-
1: and then it wouldn't, it wouldn't really be that bad. Because, you know, if you say one assist, that's five points. Two 90-minute games, that's what? Four points. So, that's what? Maybe five plus four. Like, let's just say one bonus point. So that's ten points. So you would have got my captain would have gone in twenty points, but now I'm only I'm left with two points. So it was yeah. a, it was a huge swing. So let's let let's um let's bury that game week where it should be buried, uh, and we can um, and we can focus forward. on the next game week. Yeah, next game week, the last yeah. game week before we go on the break. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. So first of all, should we dive into um, Leicester versus Chelsea?
0: Yeah. Yeah. First, um, early kickoff on Saturday morning. Well, for us here, yeah, Saturday morning. Um, Leicester at home to Chelsea. That's you see now. This game week, first of all, before I even go into this game, it has a lot of a lot of funny matchups. It's not. It's a game week that's going to be pretty difficult. So. Um. It's 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 gonna it's gonna be this this is a week where I think your captain not I think a lot of people are gonna captain Salah, but this is a week where a lot of your other differential players will have to come through for you to like gain any sort of advantage. Okay, but now which takes me to the Leicester Chelsea game. Now Leicester are home to Chelsea. Chelsea, funny enough, are better away from home than they are at home.
1: Yeah, they have been. They have been actually. They have been. I oh, I, I I was looking at some of the stats, and um, right now in the last four away games, Chelsea have only conceded three goals, and they've had only twenty four shots in the box conceded, and out of those 24 shots, only 10 of them have been on target, you know. So, right now, they're they're doing very well away from home. But, you know, um, Leicester don't actually need a lot of shots, you know, to score goals. Their conversion rate is the highest in the league. So, basically, you know, once they get one, a couple, few attempts, as long as it's not Madison, you can bet that a goal is going to come in. You know, in their last four games, they've had six goals. You know, um, are you thinking of Captain Invadi?
0: Um, it's a possibility, but I probably would not. Well, I think my obvious captain is Salah, obviously. You know, like I, he's the elephant in the room here. Yeah, he's I mean, I don't here. have. I already have. I already have him, so I so um, I don't see any reason to try any any maverick moves,
1: <laughs> any Jackie Chan move, as
0: I call it. Yeah. So I mean, but if you look <laughs> at Chelsea. Um what they've considered three away from home, what, in their last four? Yes, only three and um they've only given up twenty four shots in the box. And know out of that only ten were on target. So um I mean so you can see away from home, it seems like there's a lit I don't know, maybe Lampard likes to play with you know, make put more solidity in the in the back line. As yeah, opposed yeah. to going at home where they're more expressive. But um, yeah. you know those those numbers show that you know when they're away from home they're more solid and I guess kind of replicates their waveform form in like uh, in in recent games I think what there is only Newcastle away that they've lost in recent weeks most of their away games were wins
1: yeah 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 you know and um, one person that I decided to look at this week was um, Barnes. For Leicester, yeah. he's been getting in the goals recently. Last yeah, four I'm starts, crazy. he has two goals. He has seven attempts in the box. Sorry, seven attempts on goal, six of them in the box. So he's shooting from where you want him to shoot. Not like uh, Madison, for example, who is having 10 shots, but only three in the box with an accuracy of only 40. Right now, Barnes is shooting, as Barnes' shooting accuracy is at 71. You know he has more shots on target, but even though Mads is crossing more and creating more chances, Harvey actually has one assist and Madison has none. Yeah,
0: so, I mean for the, the last Madison... two games. Yeah. Um, yeah. Madison, has, I'm sorry, not Madison. Barnes has scored in both games. He scored against Burnley. Yeah. He scored against um who did they play last week. Um, scored against Burnley and um and West Ham. Yeah. In fact, yeah. West Ham he got not just a goal, he got a goal and an assist against West Ham. Yep, yep. Apparently yep. he scored the only goal, even though they ended up losing that game.
1: Yeah, so he's doing well. He's doing well, you know. So he's and he's cheap. He's cheap
0: as well. Yeah, he's what five point nine. He's owned by zero point nine percent. So that's definitely uh, a differential. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about Uncle Kilechi? Um, well, if Vadi was Injured, I'll be looking at him, but um, yeah. If we, asked about is that his last four starts? too. he hasn't scored. I mean, he scored midweek in against Aston Villa and in the in the League Cup semi final. But yeah, you know my problem with Ian Acho is the, is his, He's not guaranteed to start, and uh, with all indications, Vardy is coming back in the starting lineup this weekend. I, I'll be shocked if Vardy doesn't come on because even against Villa in midweek. Like Vardy looked once Vadi came on at halftime, Leicester looked a much better side. Okay, all right, all right. Well, yeah. So let's. So I guess that's that.
1: So um, you can leave that there. Next up is um, Bournemouth versus um, Aston Villa. You know, what do you think about Bournemouth and your win last week?
0: Good win. I mean, it's a great. They needed that win.
1: Yeah. You know. Definitely. You know.
0: You see. You see. This is the thing I hate about this, teams like Brighton, like, like, they just, they just like, I mean, fine, statistically, if you you look at it, right, Bournemouth were just efficient, because Bournemouth had 11 shots, 11 shots on goal, like attempts, but only three on target, and those three were the three goals that they scored, so it's not like they were even, like, the three shots that they had that were on target were goals. So it's not even. It's not like Bournemouth were cutting them open, or they, they. Brighton didn't give away much chances, but when they did, unfortunately, you know the three, chance. You know the three um. Shots on target happens to be the three goals that they scored. Yeah, yeah,
1: you know, and they, Brighton,
0: mean, Brighton had so many. Sorry to cut you off. So Brighton even had yes. so many chances.
1: They um they had twenty one shots, eight of them on target. Yep. You know, so ugh, that was so that 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 was weird that they didn't even, they didn't they didn't take advantage of their chances.
0: Yeah, you know, so, Brighton. That's what I'm saying. The the difference in this game was efficiency because Brighton gave up a lot of shots. I mean, eight mm. shots on target. Yeah, a lot yep. to give up.
1: Yeah. Do you think the 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 midweek fixtures? You know, um, what Villa
0: did against Leicester. Do you think that would affect them in this game? Well, it's a boost. I think it's a boost because I mean, when you just got into a cup final, okay. so obviously you know you just got into a cup final, and and the manner in which you did it too, in such dramatic fashion. Yeah,
1: fair, fair, fair. So, so you think that that would actually so that's that's, the,
0: that's, a, that's a big confidence booster. So I have I have no reason. If anybody is thinking about benching Jack Grealish, whatever you're smoking, just just drop it down. <laughs> yeah, put it down. Because, like, some of the good because anyway. um, I think because obviously Jack Railis is the most you know is the biggest villain threat. If he's not scoring, his goals are probably coming through him. He's creating, he's yeah. all the set pieces, whatnot. Yeah. So I mean, I think Bournemouth needed that win last week. You know, Callum Wilson finally got yeah. his goal. Maybe you know <laughs> Callum Wilson can now start getting in the code because the thing about it is that. On all, all his villa's defense is defense is not the best as well. Yeah. You know? You know, um, I, I think
1: I, I I was saying it as well. I think Callum was listening to us, man. Because we, we gave it to Callum last week. We let him have it. And, you know, he really he really showed us that, you know, he's still in this and he's still fighting. I really didn't yeah. expect him. I mean,
0: it was one goal, but, you know. Yeah, but see, the thing about strikers, like, strikers, when you go on a goal draw like that, One goal, no matter how scrappy it is, it does wonders for your confidence because strikers they lose confidence when they're not scoring. So, once you start scoring, like you know, I can monitor Callum Wilson right now because just because he has scored a goal, yeah, to see how it's just just to see how it's gonna affect him going forward. Okay, that's true.
1: But I'm I'm not going down that route again. He he's he's Yeah, he's I mean I am I'm not
0: team. saying I'm gonna I'm considering no. him. I'm just no, gonna No 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 I get that, what you
1: mean. You know, I I'll just keep
0: you. I'll just you know keep that eye on yeah. him. Just to yeah. see that okay, this guy has not scored since October and he finally scored yeah, now. Man. Let's see how this goal is gonna help him where this goal is gonna boost his confidence and it's gonna go on a little small run. Or is he just gonna go yeah. back to his form?
1: Namaskar. P-sides.
0: All right. All right.
1: Um, also, some stats for you for Villa. Villa have uh, scored six goals in their last four away games. They're the fourth best team in the league for that. Um,
0: in the last four weeks.
1: Yeah, they've seen, you know for goals scored. I think they're tied with a couple other teams
0: though. Um,
1: but also, the thing about Villa is that they don't have a high number of attempts on goal. It's not like they create chances, but a lot of chances. But the chances they do create, they manage to put them away. So, you know, that's something to look at if you have um Grealish. And you know Greelish is gonna be right in the thick of it. If they're scoring any goal at all, it's gonna be right in the thick of it. You know, so so that's that for um Bournemouth versus Aston Villa. Next up is um Crystal Palace versus Sheffield United. And this is this this Sheffield United team is beginning to look pretty good. You know, I've got, I've got, um, do you want to do take- guess
0: Um,
1: when I say beginning <laughs> to look really good, I mean, like, the defense right now for fantasy points is looking good for you to like double up on. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But then we have a certain case here because now we're looking at Lundstrom. Do we still keep Lundstrom?
0: Um, I think Lundstrom is one that you. You should be given his last what four games. His minutes have been managed. You know, you know before Lundstrom was like the first name on the team sheets. Maybe yeah. Lundstrom and Henderson. Yeah, yeah. But Lundstrom now he's been benched what twice in his last four. Hmm. Um. Now they've gotten the the Norwegian midfielder from Genk That's a, that's looks a pretty good player.
1: Yes, so it does
0: so his position is under threat as well. Yeah. Um, so with Lundstrom, you know, it's you know, it was fun. I mean, if if I sold Lundstrom now, if I, if anybody sells Lundstrom now, you shouldn't be upset because most of us got him in at like four, or yeah. at worst, four point two or four point three, Are you selling him at like five. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's not so bad.
0: You've you've gotten more than your value. Like, you've gotten a ridiculous value of monstrom so if if i if i mean i'm not I'm not selling him this week because yeah, i'm I'm playing him against yeah. crystal pause because you know crystal pause are the most encouraging attacking starts yeah, actually I'm,
1: Depressing attacking starts
0: yeah, so that's why I'm playing Monstrum. but he's somebody that I might be looking to ship out in the next few weeks okay you know, it's just uh, something that I'm just keeping an eye on, but um okay. You know, for, for but definitely Henderson is somebody that you should. I think you should be look. You should have, or you need yeah. at least two Sheffield United defenders. Henderson and somebody else. That's what I. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Like this week, I don't even know why I burned that stupid Randolph last last game. We <laughs> only got one point. Sure. While, while McCarthy on my bench had six, but it's all good. <laughs> But I sold him and I brought in Henderson so at least I have I can rotate my goalkeepers now. I have two players. Okay.
1: That's nice. So even when you want to give them
0: um, Yes, I have Edge McCarthy boost and boost. Henderson so I have goalkeepers yeah. I can rotate now. Okay, um, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. That but a, sh- a Sheffield United double up in defense this is looks like a smart strategy. Yeah. Um, Let me give you some um some stats to um back it up. Okay. So if you
1: look at I looked at um, 12 appearances against teams that are not in the big six. And I also took out um, Wolves and Leicester. And basically, um, Sheffield United have kept seven clean sheets in 12 games and they've only conceded seven goals. And their next five games are against teams that are not in the big six and are not Leicester and Wolves. You know, the traditional big six and then are not Leicester and Wolves. You know, so... Point being, Sheffield United right now, if you don't have at least one Sheffield United defender, you should be looking to get one in. I mean, everybody pretty much has Lundstrom by now, or at least someone in Sheffield United defense. I'm going to look at a way to bring in either another Sheffield United defender or Henderson. You know, I still have, um, wait, I'll get the name right this time. Foster. I still have Foster. (laughs) Uh, um, (laughs) I still have Foster, but, you know, I'm going to have to change Foster to Henderson because I need to get on those points, you know. Maybe not for this week because I want to have two free transfers so that, you know, I can sort of sort it out during the the break. You know, Palace, my God, they're awful going up front, going forward. Mm -hmm. I don't even know why they kept Zaha at this point. You know, right now, Zaha going forward, they had six shots in the last game. And out of those six shots, none of them were on target. So it's basically like, well, all right. So, I mean, this game could... I'm, I mean,
0: I'm, I'm looking at nil nil. I mean, even football. looking at Palace, you know, if you even go beyond the last game, if you look at yeah. the last four games, like, first of all, in the last four games, the only team that has had l- less attempts on goal than Palace is Newcastle. And Newcastle have 26. Powers yeah. have 29 shots on goal. Even, imagine, even Bournemouth has more attempts on goal than Crystal Powers.
1: Can you imagine? The Bournemouth and, have met.
0: And wow. that, See, and the thing about it is that, okay, Crystal Powers, out of the 29 shots that they've had, 21 have been in the box, which is actually quite impressive. But, yeah. but out of that 21, only only eight have been on target.
1: Hmm. So where are they shooting to? So basically, meaning,
0: the so basically, in their last four game weeks, on average, they were having two shots on target per game. That is, that is
1: ridiculous. That's That's terrible. Ridiculous. I know, man. The strikers are almost as shit as you were are in the box. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, well, let's leave Palace there. And um, next up, Liverpool versus Southampton. Liverpool right now, whatever they're doing in the Premier League is just... It's it's amazing. Like, I don't even need to bring out stats for them. They're they're just crazy. Right
0: now, I uh, I think there's really no need... Like, what... what, Everything that... I mean, what? Liverpool have conceded... Ever since Allison returned. Yeah. They've just been racking up the clean sheets. I'm telling you.
1: Like, I've got some stats here. Like, um, Liverpool right now, for the next few games, they have only teams that, you know, I wanted to say Liverpool have teams that they're better than in the next five games, but they're better than everyone, you know. So, it's like, but well, basically, if you've got, the, if you had the Liverpool double up for the double game week, the Liverpool defence double up, I wouldn't be selling Van Dijk or the- Gomez. I will not be selling them I'm just lucky, now. Yeah. You could keep them because um, against teams that are not the traditional big six, Liverpool have kept 7 clean sheets out of 15 but since Allison came back Allison in goal he's kept 5 clean sheets out of 8 games against teams that are That's not top so right now if you've got that Liverpool double up I would suggest you just keep it you know and also if you look at this um, fantasy scout and you look at the projection for Trent and and Van Dyke, it's almost as good as any striker out there you, yeah. The points, so it's almost as good as any strike out there. So I will keep them, and you know there should be a good, a good source of points. However, and, um,
0: let me just touch another yeah. thing. Yeah. Usually, when Liverpool keep clean, clean sheets, yeah. Van Dyke and Trent are usually in the bonus points conversation. Exactly. Those exactly. two, they're bonus points magnets. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, so, Trent, for obvious reasons, is attacking potency, and yeah. Van Dijk for his defensive priors. Because, you know, you get all, they calculate all these bonus points based on your defensive actions and your, you know, all these underlying stats. Yeah. Wait, what do you think about Matip coming back into the side? For yeah, Korm- see, Yeah. Matip, I wouldn't go, I, I would be surprised if Jurgen Klopp would change anything now. Okay. Maybe after they win, the once the league is sealed, you might, or maybe like, they have like, a weekend game and the midweek game is maybe you might see Matip come in but you know since Go- Joe Gomez came in, that's you know that's actually another person that hasn't been spoken much about. But a lot of their clean sheets have correlated with him, him coming, in, in, coming in the side because um since he came in, they what kept seven clean sheets.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: and Joe Joe he's, uh, Gomez he's came in.
1: He's he's one cheaper than yeah, fantastic. So people, so a lot of people have him as well. So. He's definitely someone to keep, you know, if you want him. Um, Just a quick word about Southampton. You know, they have Ingzy. Ingsie is still scoring. And in case you didn't know, Southampton have scored nine goals in their last four away matches. And they've also won their last four away matches. So this is not going to be a walk in the park for Liverpool. And if you remember, when Liverpool faced Southampton at the beginning of the season... Southampton should have gotten something from that goal, from that yep, game. Yep. Southampton should, because Ings missed. I don't even know. I haven't seen someone.
0: He, yeah, miss, he missed that good, a That bad goal.
1: since since me in secondary school. You know, it was such a mad air shot. So, you know, Southampton actually have a good chance to get something at Anfield. Mm. So I'm, I'm not betting on Southampton getting a goal or something, but, you know, you should be wary that you might not see a clean sheet from that game anyway, you know, from the amount of goals they scored and the fact that they've won their last four away games.
0: Yeah, I mean, even if Liverpool don't keep a clean sheet this week, you know, yeah. I, I, it, I don't feel it's any reason for you to sell any of the defenders because if you look at yeah. their games after Southampton, yeah. I, I think at least four of their games have a yeah. fixed difficulty rating of two. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's too easy. So I mean, you know, I mean, we'll dude, Liverpool kept clean. Have kept, even kept clean sheets against like Leicester, United, mm-hmm. Tottenham. So it's not like they even even the big teams they can be keeping clean sheets against the big team. What well, they kept seven in a row before they conceded against Wolves. Yeah. So, yes, yeah. I mean, their defense is on point right now. They have the best defense. Like clean sheets is almost is almost certain. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's so that's definitely true. So, you know, keep your Liverpool guys, even if they concede this weekend, I guess. And just hope, you know, they don't. Um, next up is Newcastle versus Norwich. Man, I don't think there's much to talk about there, to be yeah, honest. Yeah,
0: this game, like, oh, man.
1: What about, do you, do you see yourself getting someone like Danny Rose? You just walked in there? I mean, it's, well, it's expensive for Newcastle. Yeah, I won't, I won't
0: spend 5.3 on a Newcastle defender. Hell no. Yeah. Nah. Hell nah. no. Nah, nah. I didn't. Even see, <laughs> I didn't even see it happen. You know. So um. I mean, I. I don't think it's worth. I think obviously you can get much better value elsewhere. For example, Sheffield United, even yeah. Southampton, yeah. you to get better. Okay, like, you see, like Newcastle now. The only player like in this game, if I was to look at anybody in Newcastle, I'll look at their defenders. Yeah. You know the likes of Lascelles, Shar. And things like that because um Newcastle basically most made like majority of their points have come at home. Like they're good at home. They just beat yes. Chelsea they, like they just beat Chelsea at home. Yeah, like, New, they, beat they, they, at home. they beat United at home. Yeah. So, um, yeah. you know they've 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 caused some upsets when playing at St. James Park. So Well you did know that the pokey
1: Party Began when they faced Newcastle. Remember that faithful day.
0: Yeah, but remember that was in um, that was in Norwich. Yeah, that actually, yeah, that's true. That was a Carol Park. That
1: was a Carrow. Carrow a- Road, not Carrow Park. Yeah, Carrow, not Carrow. But yeah, so Pookie Party. I guess you could always bet on them, but you know, I, that's all for them to be honest. I don't think there's yeah, much. I of mean,
0: this at point. home, like, like I said, like, um. At home, for example, if you um if you look at Newcastle at home, they're actually like much much better. Yeah. I, like even you, another thing about Newcastle is that their goals, it's funny like they def- their a their goals have come from their defenders. Fernandez yeah. has chipped in. Shar has, yeah. has chipped in. Williams um, has chipped in. Exactly. Th- what's the name of you know who they um they just went Everton last week when they drew defender yeah, that, two. that scored, my scored both of their goals. Do
1: you know so, that guy that guy not scored in like, in like, I don't know, in one million minutes or so. You know, maybe the last time that guy scored was when he was playing in the J League or something. You know, like, I don't even <laughs> understand. When he wasn't playing professional football or something. You know, all I know is that 93 minutes last week, I was feeling pretty good about my whole game choice. He had like, Six points right there and then I was feeling so happy about it.
0: And boom. Because in the last four home games, right? This is just home games. Newcastle have kept two clean sheets out of four. Yeah, that's not bad. Which is level with Sheffield United. Only teams that are better that are better are Liverpool, Everton, and Watford with four. Liverpool with four, Everton and Watford with three apiece. That's in their last four home games. Yeah. So Newcastle and Lascelles is four point two. He's their captain. He's guaranteed to bad. start. I'm not bad. Yeah, because, you know, he's because you know as he has well. been injured and he just came back. And Lascelles is also a goal threat. So, and that Norwich defense, we all know what that Norwich defense is like. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we need stats to back that up. There's a reason they're at the bottom of the, at the, bottom of the league.
1: All right, all right. So we move on to, um, Watford versus um, Everton. You know. Um, Everton, they look like they've bounced back but if you, if you look deeper at their away stats, you know, their last four away games, they've conceded 72 shots on goal, 72 shots, and which is the most shots attempted and conced- most shots conceded and they've also considered the highest shots on target In the league. They also have no clean sheets in their last four away games.
0: That's Everton, yeah?
1: Yeah. So, right now, I'm looking at my Everton defenders and wondering...
0: Yeah, because, I mean, look at the way they capitulated against Newcastle. That was disgusting. They (laughs) conceded two goals in stoppage time or something ridiculous.
1: I would never forgive them for that. That was just ridiculous. You know, I
0: was happy already. Like, you know, I got my whole gate clean sheets. Yeah. I just saw six... Points go
1: to
0: one point. <laughs> Did you the see that guy? That goes to the trade? Yeah, oh my, the Everton fan, right? That tweeted that, yeah, he's got the 20 or you know, 2 0 victory, and then he Absolutely, gets on the trade yeah. and He sees two. So that's one of the funniest things I've seen, I've seen in a while.
1: <laughs> oh my days, that that was that, that was that was so funny, anyways. Um, what fun on the other hand. You know, last five games, they have three wins, one nice draw against Tottenham. If the game Dini they won, should
0: have won. Yeah, if Dini had if some Dini had, Yep, if Dini <laughs> had scored that penalty.
1: Yeah, he, lack of kahunis for Dini. And, <laughs> uh, um, and uh, Villa. But, I mean, they lost to Villa. Last-minute goal, I think. But, you know, maybe that was just a blip. In the last, um, for home games, they have the seven highest for shots at home. In the last four, with 53, they've scored seven goals, which is not bad at all. Which is like pretty much almost two goals a game at home. You know they're very efficient with their shots, which is like the third of, is the third or second or third best in the league at the moment. So you you wouldn't bank on Watford not getting you a goal. I mean, the career has cooled off. I don't think he's gotten any points in the last two games now, has he? I don't think he has.
0: No, the last time he got points was um, the game he got the goal and assist.
1: Yeah, yeah. So he has kind of tailed off a bit. But maybe, you know, he, he, he makes a comeback in this game. You never know.
0: You know I mean, tail. he's a box-to-box box midfielder, so, I mean. Is he still playing further up front? I guess Tottenham, he was getting in those positions.
1: Yeah. Well, let's see. Hopefully he gets in these positions again because this is a nice home game. You know, against an Everton side that, you know, he's still finding his feet under Carlo Ancelotti, So, yeah. you know, let's see how that goes. Next well, up. Yeah, I mean,
0: we can't ignore our boy this year. He got yeah. me another goal, but the dickhead just loves to get yellow cards. I, I don't get it. He, he puts himself about. He's an honest lad. He knows what Always saying. getting yellow cards, man. Like, what the hell? What's wrong yeah. with you, man? Because, like, you know, if he didn't get a yellow card, he would have gone like, two bonus points. Wow. But then yellow didn't... card took him out of so the bonus points conversation. Oh wow! I'm glad he didn't get it because that defense. I
1: mean, I was okay with him getting it before the defense capitulated, but before uh, nah, allowed that noise. So yeah, you know. So um, anyways, moving on to Burnley versus Arsenal. Here I wanted to look at um, Martinelli and yeah. so Martinelli in his last four games. Has uh, six attempts five Wait, a- before.
0: What? Sorry, sorry to cut you off. I want to ask you something. Yeah, go on. Bef- well, especially given that you're an Arsenal fan. Yeah, now that Obama is coming back, yeah. does Br? do you think Martinelli keeps his place? Uh, you see, the thing about it is,
1: I, I, I want Martinelli to start. His his um, connection with Saka is so appealing. It's so nice, and it, you could see the bond between them. But the thing the way Atela talks about Lacazette, how important Lacazette is to him, it makes me feel like Lacazette is gonna keep his place, and Martinelli is gonna go back to the bench. You know, and um, it's unfortunate. But if it went the other way, I wouldn't mind at all. If Aubameyang started up front. I wouldn't mind one bit, you know, but um Martinelli started against Bournemouth in the FA Cup. You All could right. read two things and you could read two things into that that Ateta has given him his last game, or Ateta trusts him and believes that he should be in the starting 11 or every week, because since Martinelli came into the side, he's had two goals and one assist. He's yep. done something in every single game, and mm-hmm. in those three games. Like I said, has done absolutely nothing. Now, what you could be looking at at the other side is: does he bench Pepe for Martinelli? Does he throw Matt, um, Pepe on the right side? Sorry, does he throw Martinelli on the right side instead of Pepe? But the thing about it is that the way we play is such that I don't see that happening because Pepe has an important role to play on the right, right? You see, Pepe does a lot of dribbling on his own on that right. A lot of people see it as, oh, he's just dribbling and blah, blah, blah. But he creates a lot of space with his dribbling. He draws a lot of players into him. And when we when players are attracted to him on that right, we can then switch it to the left, where Saka and Martinelli have more space with them. And um, on that right side as well, you, can, you also see that Bellerin, whoever is on that right side, he's more restricted. He doesn't go forward as much. So that means that whoever... Is playing that right wing, must know how to hold the ball, go past people, and do a lot of stuff. Way more than, you know, Martinelli and Saka on that left. So, when wait. For okay. Them.
0: So, in terms of yeah. what that means in FPL language, yeah. so basically, what you're telling me is that if Pepe is playing, yeah, Bellerin is not that much of an attacking threat.
1: No, I'm saying um, the way Ateta plays. The right side of our defense is the more defensive oh, yeah. side. That's, That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. But the this more is Bellerin. Bellerin.
1: Yeah, so it's, more, it's much more in. Because,
0: you know, from yeah. the get-go, from the years we've been playing FPL, yeah. if you weren't an Arsenal defender, you was usually Bellerin people went for because yeah. of how yeah. much he bombed for it. Yeah. So basically yeah. what you're saying is that the way you guys play, that threat is limited. Yeah, yeah. Bellarmine's threats is very, very limited. So, I
1: wouldn't go for a Bellarmine right now. I mean, I you know the funniest thing about it right it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest thing about Arsenal right now is that the players that are playing right now, Saka, Martinelli, they are both very cheap. But they are both in positions that mm-hmm. that wouldn't really help you. Because right now, Saka plays in defence and
0: he's 4.5. Yeah, you will not want to buy Saka... Yeah, because, because he's, he's, a he's, a listed he's listed as a midfielder. He's so, midfielder. But Martinelli listed as a forward at 4.5. I mean, that, if Martinelli was it, a midfielder, it would have made so much sense. I'm yeah, sorry. it would have been better if it was a midfielder, you know, he because it would be like Cantwell, for example. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because you know, he's that, wide. But yeah. still, that, that value with the production, yeah. Yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, but it's just that there are so many
1: other strikers doing so well this season. You don't really want to go into mm-hmm. into a striker that you're not sure of for what. Yeah, work. I agree. Is. So it's very dangerous, you know. But um, to give you some stats on Martinelli, Martinelli in the last four games, he has um, six attempts, five of them in the box. So he's getting that box well, and you know, Lacazette, for example, has six shots as well, only four in the box. You know, but no goals. Martinelli has two goals from two big chances. Do you understand? He has a conversion mm-hmm. rate of 33%. I mean, it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. It will probably well, go impressive. down. But, you know, even if, when you watch Martinelli as well, you see how he gets in the box and he just pops up in the box at, at, at the most random time when you most need him there. You know, it's almost like Obama sometimes in a way. You know, but then I now look at Obama Young's stats even when he plays on the left. Obama on the left last four games, he's had nine attempts, so he's having more attempts than than Martinelli. Of those nine attempts, he has eight of them have been in the boxer team and he has three goals. You know, so even though he hasn't been playing, he, you know, in the last four games that he has played, he had three goals with a conversion rate of thirty three percent. You know, so basically Obama doesn't need a lot of shots. So you know yeah, that.
0: yeah, Aubameyang. Um, yeah, that's the thing about Aubameyang. Especially since he joined Arsenal, yeah, he's well, not been the type that he's he's one of those guys that he's just given a chance and he he knows how to take his chances. Yeah, yeah. Like Aubameyang is the type of player that he might you might not see him at all. He might do nothing for like eighty minutes, and then he just gets a chance and he gets you a match winner.
1: Yep, that's Aubameyang in a nutshell. You know, so, um, but the thing is that even he does so much. Since he started playing on the left wing, he's done so much more. You know, he's been a good captain, to be honest. He's, He's running a lot more. He's helping out a lot more. He's helping the defense. He's helping the attack. So, I see him slotting straight back into that left, unfortunately for Martinelli. You know, Martinelli has tried. He's shown Ateta that he's ready. And I feel that in the next coming weeks... If um Lacazette doesn't get his act together quickly, I have a feeling that he will be benched eventually because there's no way Ateta is gonna keep Martinelli on the bench for too long. You know, he's shown that he's ready to play. You know, and um some more starts, you know, if you go back a little bit for Arsenal's defense, you know, they've improved quite a bit. You know, they are the tied for the sixth best in the league for shots conceded and, you know, shots in the box, it's And in the last four away games, they've considered only four goals. And if you, the eye test as well shows that they are playing a lot better yeah. defensively. Mm-hmm. They're not creating as many chances as you expect them to do. But when you watch Arsenal now, you don't feel like anytime the opposition has the ball, the opposition is going to score. You know, even when they've even when they been under the cush against Chelsea, against United... They they get kind of held the other team at arm's length, you know. So it, it it's like Leno hasn't been that busy. I think the the only match that um, Leno has been really busy in since Ateta came on came in was um, against Chelsea in the first half mm-hmm. um, before Luis got the red card. That's the only time that I've seen Leno really busy since Ateta came in. I mean, I think, um, no, that was even Martinez against um, Leeds United. Leeds United was against Martinez. So, that's the only time. So, that's, um, that's what we have for you for Arsenal. If you have Aubameyang, I, I, was, I was shocked that some people still have him. But if you have Aubameyang, you should keep him. You know, a sneaky choice for captain as well. Well, and next off,
0: we go to... No, wait. I Arsenal. mean, yeah, that's awesome. But if you look at Burnley...
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Apparently you know, another
0: person pro- person that has been quietly, you know, getting in the goals, getting some points is Chris Wood.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean he, he showed him. they get the business. A nice finish, a nice assist as well
0: for Jay Rodriguez. Yeah, that's actually another person that, you know, <laughs> I kind of have an eye on Jay Rodriguez. Um a lot of that Jay Rodriguez. Then that guy's that guy's guy shit. No, I'm about because the, no, listen. Because yeah. Ashley Barnes is injured, so yeah. Jared Gigas has start is going to be starting. He has started the last two, and you know he has he scored in the last game. You know he has scored four goals this season, and out of those four go four game goals he scored, yeah, they were from two starts. The other yeah. two were off the bench. So yeah. you know that threat's you know that threat is there. Like, true. I mean, it's, it's it's an honest
1: lad. He's yeah, honest, you know,
0: I'm I'm not because I mean, I'm not saying he's like, you know, he's like a he's like a nice cheap option if you're considering, you know, it looks like you'll get that run of games as the bounce is out for the considerable future, and, and you know, Burnley they play two strikers. Yeah, you
1: know,
0: and you know they like that big man little man combination, you know, and Wood is the big man, Rodriguez is the smaller man, even though he's not that small. Yeah, but yeah.
1: I mean it's really bottom of the barrel thing. But you know, if you really, really want to be, if you really, really want a Jackie Chan move, I'm talking about yeah, like you
0: know, like, you know Jackie picks.
1: Chan, Rush our kind of dropping <laughs> over build this kind of move. Then yeah, you can give them to Rodriguez.
0: But yeah, yeah but the person I'll focus on more though, if I if I were to go with Burnley, is Chris Wood. In his last four game weeks, he scored three goals. Only person he didn't score against was Chelsea. Scored yeah. against Villa, scored against Leicester, scored against United. So out of those two, you see how he played, he played three of the big six.
1: Yeah.
0: And out of the three, he scored against two of them.
1: Wow. In fact, not only
0: did he score against United, he scored and assisted. He has 10 goals this season. Wow. Oh. You know, That's which is thing. quite impressive for a Burnley striker. Yeah, It's a good I thing know. that's
1: not part of the big six. So, you know, <laughs> maybe Baba will calm down now. <laughs> yeah, maybe Baba will calm down. You know,
0: 10 goals this season. Not he, bad. You know, just to also put things into perspective. Yeah. He's yeah. matched um, his best goal tally in the Premier League. He's never scored more than 10 goals in the Premier League before. Mm. Last year, he scored 10. The season before, he scored 10. So, right now, we're 24 games in. And he scored ten. Wow! So he's doing him. pretty. He's doing all right. Loading
1: eleven against us now. Of course, it will happen. We have to help him break that record. Of mm-hmm. course. So obviously, that's exactly.
0: another motivation. He might be look. He'll be looking to to break that record. That okay. Mm-hmm. I've done ten Premier goals. This is oh, my yeah. opportunity to do more than ten. We should mention as well that Young likes playing against Burnley. Yeah, Obama I think Yang he actually. has scored in all his games against them. Yep, he has. Every single yeah. game against Bernie, he has scored. Yeah. So if you are losing, so basically Obama Young is ripe. But you know Obama
1: Young hasn't played in a while. He's <laughs> yes,
0: now he's 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 uh he'll be chomping at the bits to play. Yep,
1: yeah. Obama Young is that kind of guy. Right now he wants a goal and he's going for it this weekend. Yeah, just wait for the sub assault, it's coming. You know, yep. next up is
0: uh United Manchester United versus Wolves.
1: Yo, so what do you have to tell us about United?
0: Well, This game, right? This, this this you see this is one fixture I really don't like in terms of especially for FPL. Because it's either it's going to be like 1-0 or like 1-1. Yeah. Cuz both teams if you look at their stats, they're almost identical. Yeah. Last yeah. You, last four weeks, United have conceded 39 shots, Wolves has conceded 38. Last four game weeks, United have con- gave up six big chances. Wolves have given up four. Yep. United have considered six goals. Wolves have considered seven. Hmm. Now, it's only in the attacking that it's a little bit more different, where United have a 56 to 43 attempts. Yep. And obviously, and then United have 14 big chances, with Wolves is seven.
1: Actually it's um it's the other way around actually. Sorry,
0: wolves have more big chances, my bad. Yeah. Wolves yeah. have fourteen big chances since the United seven, which is the second best in the league. That's for wolves in the last four game weeks.
1: That, that 14, sounds-
0: fourteen big chances in the last four games, the be- the second best in the league right now. So it's what do you think about Travis versus Williams? I think that'll be a good matchup. Yeah that be an interesting matchup. Does Will Williams have the pace? Oh yeah, Williams—he's a fast kid. but I don't think he has Adama Pisha. But he's a—he's a quick kid. So you don't. And see he's Adama. quite tenacious. You know, he's—he's—he's he's a, he's a little bit of a cunt. <laughs>
1: Everybody
0: likes a little cunt. Yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah well let's see um, so you don't see uh, Jimenez by Cup good as well though yeah
0: if if yeah I mean given the way United have been conceding goals I would want to. I would if I had Jimenez I would I would be right I would be optimistic that he can get a goal or an assist Jimenez because yeah, what you, see, you know what I like about Jimenez is the fact that he creates a lot of chances He's one of those strikers that they just don't score goals, but they actually create. Yes, they do. He does. So he does. like I, I'm I'm like he's a striker that I still see a bigger team coming for it next summer. Hmm. Like I, I, I just feel like he's too good for Wolves, personally. I think he's he deserves it because he, he has everything you look for in a striker. He's clinical, he has he can hold up the ball he creates chances, he takes shots, he gets, like, he's, he's a fox in the box as well. So, like, he's, like a, he's an all-round striker.
1: Yeah.
0: So, yeah. and it's all like him. I will not be surprised if, you see, like, I was having an argument with some other people I was about the United defense. And personally, I see Lindelof as the weakest link in that defense. Hmm. And I feel like if Wolves are going to target our, any of our defenders, it's going to be him. They'll yeah. probably put him in this on Lindelof. Especially in the air. Especially in the air. Exactly. He's weak in
1: the air. He's weak in the air. All right. But let's look at uh, what about Liver uh, United up front? Marshall. What well, do they, you think? Can he finally uh, get
0: that goal? He's leading the line, but um he only has a goal in his last four game weeks. Um that, that, that is poor. Which is not very good. Yeah, against Man City, he didn't look good against the Derby yesterday. he... Any chance looked, Bruno Fernandez like played it. in that game? What well, they're saying is, and it, it, I, even if Bruno Fernandez should play. But, but now with Matis suspended, it's more likely that he will play. Okay, I, I, have they put up the price for him already? No, not yet. Yeah. Oh, Okay, but my I want my would. If I was to guess how much it would be, I would say between 8 and 9.5. Damn. Given his statistics in Lisbon.
1: Hmm. So, the Niggas can to even get that guy again.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, dude. He's not going to be cheap. He's going to be more towards the premium. Premium side. Premium, premium side. Because, like, the guy, he, ha- he has, like, what, 20-something goal involvements already this season. But, obviously, yeah. that's in the Portuguese league. Like... Let's see how he replicates that. In the, in the
1: Bruno Fernandes here to tear it up. Yeah, you know, um, United for I can you know, hear the you, exactness in your
0: voice. You no, know, I, I mean can, you, you. know, even before like excited. since last summer, you know how you know how much I've talked about this guy from the little I've seen. You know, he's somebody that I I, I highly rate. Uh, so, hopefully, he can bring out that creative edge that United have been lacked, so they uh, lacking. Hopefully, you don't need to unlock him with another player. Nah,
1: nah, nah. He's the one that doing all know they unlock <laughs> Maybe they need to unlock that guy. That that, that's good for United. I mean, there's nobody else. I mean, it's not as if you are I mean, who else can we talk about United? Lingard? Anything
0: for Lingard? Why would you talk about Lingard?
1: <laughs>
0: no goal or assist in the whole year. Yeah. Have mean, come of... Um, Nah, Why you? would you even break that name off? <laughs>
1: That's a lot that All right, all right. We move on to um, Spurs versus... Man. Is it Man-, Man City versus Spurs? Man City versus
0: Spurs. No, Spurs are at home. Yeah, spurs City. It. Yeah. Before um, this
1: season, I didn't think there was any any way to hit Spurs even more. But now they hired Jose Mourinho. Hit them so much now. It's gone to a next level. Like... And, you know, Jose has already started. It's um, it's amazing that you know Jose Part Two has already started. You know, normally it takes him like a season and a half before we start seeing this Jose, but this Jose is already coming out. You know, we're already hearing no of fights in the club and oh God. You know, anyways, um, I heard I heard something about the players not liking you know his methods and blah. I blah, mean, the blah.
0: the players have come out deny it, which is yeah. expected no player will come out and say, oh, yeah, we hate the way these guys do it. Yeah. Like, you never hear players actually coming out to say it, but usually when you hear... You see, the thing about these reports is that there's usually an element of truth. Fine, the media sometimes stretches the truth. Yeah. But there's an element of truth in it because, like, now, Danny Rose is a good example. Fine, Danny Rose has had issues with Spurs, but you know, there's also been reports that he's had him and Josie have had like encounters. They've had rifts. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that as well. I heard about that as well.
1: And you know, like in the last five games, Spurs have won only one game. Yep. It was their last game against Norwich? And even at that game, they could have lost
0: that game. They could. Yep. They, they could, could have, have, really they could have easily game. dropped points because it was it was what two one. Yeah, was It was a, it was a late winner.
1: Yeah, and um, even what's it called? Norwich had thirteen shots, two on target. Yeah. So Spurs fourteen shots. For Spurs had only three on target, and now they are facing Manchester City, whose defense has has been slowly been in the last four games. I've I've slowly been the best
0: in the league. Right now mm-hmm. they're um. They've they, considered uh, only twenty-two. Sorry, they've only they've shots. given up twenty-three shots. Yep. But and that is very very low, the lowest in the league actually. Yeah, and twenty two. And, and right now they have Laporte. Yeah, and Laporte coming back, obviously we know what how how much of an impact that that is. He significantly yep. inc- improves the defense. Yeah. Do you see yourself getting a, a city defender? Well, once Laporte is back to well, because obviously, and um, Pep said that Laporte is still not fully fit. Yeah, but once Laporte is confirmed fully fit, obviously, you know, he's starting every game, so yep. that's where I'll start looking at the city defense. Maybe like Mendy or like Walker, or even this guy Laporte started himself. playing
1: again now. What's his name? Um, um, what's his name again? That city player, um, Cancelo, no, no Zinchenko. Like Zinchenko. Zinchenko is
0: back in the squad. Zinchenko, yeah, he's back in the squad as well. So, Laporte yeah. makes Like Laporte now automatically makes the city defence look attractive. And to now Mm -hmm. even look things down in further down the line, City are are going to have a double game week at some point.
1: Yes, they will actually
0: yes. Look, City, Sheffield United, Arsenal and Aston Villa. Mm. Those Those four four teams teams are gonna have double game weeks at some point. Yeah. Because of the of Villa and City's participation in the League Cup final, yeah. So, yeah. so if I that's the time out, uh, that's even the best time you want to be looking at bringing in Laporte because you know he'll start both games, yep. And you know, Laporte is
1: always good for at least one goal, yep. He's always good. My only fear though is that if they have a double game week during the time when they have Champions League games because of how the league is going, um. Pep might actually just decide to just blow up the squad.
0: Now that yeah, is a problem. That's, that is a yeah, problem. true. I, I can see
1: Pep doing that. So it's going to be. So you might not be able to triple captain. Might not. But I just say might. You know. But let's 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 see where it lands first of all. Because if if they're in like the semi-finals of the, of the Champions League and they have a game midweek before the next Champions League game, there's no way Pep plays, all his best guys. Yeah. I then mean, no way. Pep plays all his best guys, you know. So, so you know. But like, but well, you know, right now, City's defense is is pure right now, you know. Yeah. And um, I also wanted to talk about Raheem.
0: Yeah, I was I was gonna bring him up. Um, Sterling, yeah. no goals in the last four,
1: but he's having ten attempts at eight of them in the box. So this season, Sterling has been a bit unlucky. He's been a bit unlucky this season, un- unfortunately,
0: for him. But um. Well, Part of it is being unlucky, part of him too is him making bad decisions as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, being a bit scraps. You know, but it's possible that, you know, he picks up in the next few games. Let me get a goal. He's due a goal. You you, you the goal is coming. He's yeah, due I mean,
0: goal. it's not it's very rare to see Sterling go on this kind of goal drought. Four games so is ec- a lot. Yeah. Because the so ec- Sterling ec- is he gets in these goal scoring positions so easily. Like, even against United in the League Cup, I if you what he could have easily scored like two. In fact, he yeah. scored one and that was ruled out for offside, but yeah. he had like a one on one with that. Like, it was literally a one on one. All this dude had to do was shoot. <laughs> one boy, for whatever reason, decided that he was like messy and was now try to see if he could beat through like four guys. That, that, but that one wasn't even as bad
1: as Silva's own. I think Silver, oh, yeah, a-
0: Silver. I don't know, I don't know what he was smoking.
1: I I think his maybe his assist bonus is more than his goal bonus, because yeah, I don't understand what happened there. if if he did that in the F in the Premier League, and I had him. I swear, I was going I, I would kill and him. And I saw
0: right? it immediately. <laughs> <That's> it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> "Look at this bastard! <laughs> Look at this bastard trying to kill me! Look at what is that?" I, I, every time I see that, I, I I cannot believe he actually tried to. Yeah, in
0: me. FPL, that's a sellable offense. <laughs>
1: that's it. You sell, you sell him immediately. You never wait for anything. You know. So that's that. Um. Also, just just put it out there: shorts conceded in the box for Tottenham. Um thirty-nine shots considered in the box is just as bad as Bournemouth. You know, it's it's really one that's of the bad. worst in the league. So and they are they are facing a city side that are impressive. You know, they're not as impressive as Liverpool, but going forward, you know that's going, city- I mean
0: going forward, City have the best attack in the league. Yeah, yeah. Statistically. Yeah. Like that's the strength. The like they just that's why, you know, KDB will always create so, it's, it's going to be interesting because we know Jose is going to park the bus. But yeah. I don't think they can park We all know that. If you like, park the bus against Pep, it'll still cut you open. Yep, yep. So far, and, as that, um, so far as that ginger Belgian is playing.
1: Yeah, it's going down. I remember at the beginning of the season as well, when they played um, City, City wanted to destroy them. But yep. they managed to escape with, with... I don't even know how they escaped that day, but they managed to escape. So, you know, that, that concludes our wrap-up of the games coming up. Right now, we can look at captains. What are your top... Let's say your top three captains for this week. What are your top three? Uh,
0: okay. My number one captain would be... um, I think that's quite obvious. Would be Salah. Yep. Because yeah. Because money is ours, so... God, I do not you know, even and, know you know, and I've given many reasons why you know why I have Salah, anyways. You know, he's more of the threat. Nah, you don't even need to but, talk
1: about Salah, like, like, so so know you, Salah. Don't even,
0: you know, I even mean right now, Salah Salah, that's the top captaincy choice, really picks, you know, he picks himself, yeah, 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 you know. And again, he has out of all the you know, he has the best matchup, Southampton at home. Even though, you know, Southampton have improved defensively in recent weeks, but still, it's against Liverpool. Liverpool are miles ahead better than every other team in the league. Yep. So, you know, so you can always expect Salah to score. Yep,
1: yep. Um, Well,
0: that's two picks. Then my second pick would be Aubameyang. Nice. Number one, his record against Burnley speaks for itself. He He scored in every single game he's played against them. Yeah. Um. Second of all, he's been suspended. He'd be dying to get back to the pitch to be scoring goals. So, um, that's oh, just gosh. why I would... That will be why I would go with Obama. And then my third pick... You see, now, this one's actually a toss-up between two guys. Yeah. My third yeah. pick would be between KDB and Jamie Vardy. Yeah. Now, why I would say that is... In KDB's perspective, KDB will always create chances. Yep, he will always create chances, and he's the least, apart from Edison and Fernandinho, he's the least likely to be benched. Yep. So, yep. you know, KDB, we know his his threat, the threat he poses, and obviously, we all know KDB too can strike a football. Baba doesn't need to be in the box to score goals. So, uh, he's a big game player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He so is. K, so KDB obviously is very appealing as well. Then the the Jamie Vardy one is where um, you know, despite Chelsea being defend, better defensively in recent weeks away from home, um, Vardy has not scored in in, in what his last four or yeah. his last three, but his last three or four games he hasn't scored. You know he picked up the injury. You know he came on against Villa midweek. Look, Lester looked much better. He looked a threat. So he's so he's he's also due a goal. I mean I, I don't. He's he's one of those players that, like you know, when he's players like Vardy, Sterling, let's even say Aguero, Salah, Mane. You know if they go three, four good games without a without a goal it's very unheard of. Like, you would expect that the bounce, the goal, the bounce back is coming soon. Sooner than later.
1: Yeah.
0: And I, you know, I I see Chelsea score, sorry, I see Leicester scoring against this Chelsea team. Okay. And, you know, obviously, Jimmy Vardy is the, is the number one goal threat. Okay. All right. So, that's just why I would go with him.
1: Okay. Well, um, I guess that's that for captain choices. What what, what are yours? Well, to be honest, I don't have anything different from you. Um, Looking at my team, uh, I really don't even know who I'm going to pick. It's so hard to pick someone because I don't have money to pick this week and he's injured. So, most likely, at the moment, I'm actually thinking of giving it to Aguero. Actually, funny enough, that sorry, that game against Tottenham is away, not at home. So, right now it's on Trent, but I haven't Trent. decided yet. Yeah, I'm thinking of Trent at the moment. Oh. It's uninspiring, but I'm thinking of a Maverick-Aguero captain. I'm not sure yet, but let's see. Let's see. I mean, I'll decide tomorrow. Aguero, I'll, I'll...
0: Is, Aguero has a great record against Tottenham. He does. But well, the question does. is, does he? is he going to start giving? He played 19 minutes against United. Yes. And you know and you know with Aguero, you're always scared. Yep.
1: You're always scared that what is going to happen. Is he going to play? Is he not going to play? So, at the moment, I have Trent. I'm thinking of either Trent or KDB, or if worse comes to worse, if I'm feeling really, you know, really freaky and freaky-dicky, I'll give it to Aguero and let the cards, you know, just roll the dice and see how it all goes. Obviously, any Salah goal is going to bite me in the balls, you know. So, I'm not looking forward to that this weekend. I'm I'm hoping that, you know, I get saved. But we'll see about that. So, um, who's your differential for this? How did our differentials do last week, by the
0: way? Well, yours did well. Son got a goal. Yeah, that's two in a row.
1: That's my second. No, I think the first one didn't do well. Son did well, though. So, good for Son. Good for Son. He's a spurs fan, but, you know, still good for him, I guess. You know, I hope he doesn't do anything this week anyway. I my still differential don't have...
0: didn't do well. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm
0: differential. But my differential but... didn't even start.
1: Who was your differential? True side. All right. I mean, they have a, good, they have a solid game, game coming this week, though. So, you might get some points.
0: They have West Ham away.
1: That's not bad for Brighton. Wait, it's actually, not bad. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad for Brighton to have West Ham away. You know, it's not bad at all. They might get, they might get a goal, they might get a goal there. So your differential might actually, you know, pick up, a, pick I up. I mean, if
0: you look, that's even a fixture that you know, I do want to touch on small. I mean, West Ham Brighton is a game that. Well, Snodgrass is the only person that looks appealing in West Ham. Even mm-hmm. against Liverpool, he's the only person that looked like could do anything. And that was from a set piece deliveries. But you see, yeah. you see, Brighton. My issue with Brighton is they're so inconsistent. Like, like when you expect them to deliver, that's when they're like chop three from Bromot.
1: <laughs> 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 that's way now
0: they expect them to deliver. Now how they're going like smash it.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: but um, with these with Brighton and Ham, I don't see clean sheets in this game at all, personally, because okay. I think it's going to be a score. Both teams will score, so okay. I'll probably go for their attacking options. That's I mean I, I won't I I personally I won't go for anybody in this game. But if I also look at anybody, I'll look at the likes of Malpe. I will look at likes of Snodgrass, maybe even Haller.
1: Okay, I still have Snodgrass, so I'm going to start him this week. Maybe I might this not Snodgrass.
0: Give them a cheeky captain.
1: <laughs> I dare you. <laughs> I dare you. Why not? <laughs> Give me one point, two points, and let me cry. Anyways, yeah. anyways. But, yeah, um... My differential for to- this week, so...
0: Yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, so differential for this week. I'm, I'm going to go with wood, you know, from what you said and from what I've read. I have a feeling Arsenal are going to give him a goal. You know, we, we like to give people goals, you know, make them happy, especially small teams like this. So I see us giving him at least one goal to break that duck. So that's my differential for the week. That's why I see, you know, getting some points. What about you? Do you have any for this week?
0: Well, to be honest, Chris Wood is the guy I also had in mind. Okay. Uh,
1: so, so we I both
0: we both have the same pick.
1: All right. All right. Fair well,
0: enough. actually... I'll will mix it up a bit. I'll I'll mix it up a bit just so that I, just so that I can have somebody different. Okay. So, you know, since you have you have um Chris Wood because Chris Wood is one point four percent owned, which is a okay. massive differential. Yeah. My differential would be Harvey Barnes, as mm, we nice. spoke about earlier. He He's justice. zero point nine percent owned. He has two goals and assists in the last two games. Hey, you never know. He might add, he, he might continue. He might continue. He's in good form.
1: Make I continue my continue against Chelsea. Alright, all right. Alright, all right. so yeah, so so that's it for for this weekend. Also just before I pass it on to you, I just want to say thank you for thank you to everybody who listened. I think we got one extra person, so we're now up to six people that have listened to us. So thank you for everybody, six. all six of all six of you that listened to us. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, thank you for your comments. Thank you for next. year am on iTunes now, so like and subscribe if you want to hear us every week.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm working on the Spotify link, so I'll update you guys on that. Yeah. So thank you. So,
1: over to you.
0: Um. Yeah. I'm pretty much just gonna echo what D-Man says. Thank you, everybody, for the support, the comments, likes. You know, we appreciate your continue. We appreciate you continue listening and you know whatever feedback you have, continue giving it, you know. We appreciate everything. So just continue with the feedback and we would be you know, we would work on it on our end as well. But um just and just once again, thank you very much for listening and I hope you enjoy tonight's episode. All right. See you next week. Next game week. Alright, bye everyone. Have
1: a good week and we know it's everywhere.
0: Good luck in your teams. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye.
1: Bye. Alright, so that's